What's up, everybody? It's Jeffrey Lofton, otherwise known as Who Is That Again? And I want to welcome you to another episode of the Broke Millennial Podcast. Let's go. So first of all, I got to offer an apology. Okay. I know it's been a minute, but we here, we here now. Okay. We here now. And I'm excited to get this new content out to you guys. So before we get into that, I want you to take a minute and just reflect and assess where you are right now. Just pause for a second. Assess where you are right now. Was it a straight path to get to this point? Did everything go according to plan? How about this? Did you know five years ago that today you would be right where you are right now? If you were to sit down and draw out the path that it took to get you to this point, I'm sure it looks like a tangled mess, but you want to know the beauty of that? It's your path. No one else can draw out their path exactly like yours. It's as unique as your fingerprint. And yes, I know it can be frustrating as you're going through life and experiencing twists, turns, successes, failures, and disappointments. But guess what? That's all part of your path. That's your unique path. Want to know something else? You ain't even arrived yet. There's still so much more to accomplish and discover about yourself. Your story may not be clean cut and pretty. Matter of fact, it might be a little gritty. Maybe it's a little grimy. But out of it, you've been able to pull some gems And you still got so much more to discover. It was actually a message that I heard. And y'all know I love some good preaching. It was a message I heard this week that said, don't settle. And we've talked about it before. The idea of being content, but not complacent. See, I'm content in that I appreciate where I am and I enjoy the moment. But I am not complacent. And that I'm conceding that this is it for me. I embrace and enjoy the process. But I do not concede that this is how it's always going to be. Nope. There's more for me. And there's more for you too. So keep exploring and keep discovering. I am so excited about today's guest. She brings a wealth of knowledge and wisdom from a very unique path that she's taken professionally and personally. It's unique because it's hers. Her name is Talisha Farrell Jackson, and she's a proud mother of two and is a huge advocate for small businesses. Please enjoy this discussion. Well, what's up, everybody? I'm excited to have uh, Talisha 
on with me. I'm going to let you introduce yourself. Go ahead. Oh, my goodness. Hello, everyone. (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm Talisha Farrell Jackson. And what do you want to know? I'm me, you know, she, her, they, them, I'm it. How about that? Oh, wow. (laughs) Well, look, Talisha, you're just a ball of energy. And I'm so excited to um, be able to have a conversation with you. Um, Just kind of talking about your leadership trajectory and um, really your journey. And, you know, we've talked about um, um, on a personal and personal conversation before just kind of the, the pathway um, that you've taken in your career. And I'd love to kind of be able to share that um, with our listeners. So tell us, you know, what are you doing now? And, you know, and how did you get there? Well, what I'm doing now is I am director of programs and operations for a great uh, woman-owned business organization called Greater Women's Business Council. GWBC, as it's affectionately known. Um, And it's all about women for women, empowerment of women. And it's a nonprofit organization that is the main purpose is to advance, promote, and advocate for women business owners. Uh, And we do that through education, mentoring, certification, and corporate partnering. And our certification Efforts are through the Georgia, North Carolina, and South Carolina states. And we uh, partner uh, with uh, WeBank, which is a national organization, in order to provide certification training that's recognized for not only government or some local agencies, but also for um, corporates and uh, here to provide that education and networking opportunities for women-owned businesses who want to, you know, do business with corporates and corporations. Mm. Yeah. Ooh, that is a mouthful. So tell me, you know, you know, so that's something that you have stepped into recently, correct? Or fairly recently. Yes, the role. Are you yes. the role with GWBC is most recent, correct? Okay. And so what what were you doing before that and kind of how did you how did you get get to that point? So, you know, working and advocating for uh, business owners, that is not recent for me. That's something sure. that I've always had a passion for and I, I come from that because I come from a family-owned business uh, from, oh, goodness, that I have just seen blood, sweat, and tears be put in in uh, my family's efforts. And so that's always been a passion of mine. I know the hard work. I know the patience, the perseverance, and, you know, the tenacity that goes into that. And so it's Mm -hmm. always been very exciting for me. You know, it's always Mm -hmm. been that I've always wanted to root for and, you know, Mm. for. So that has not been new, but Mm. as far as um, where I was before, I was with the Department of Administrative Services for Mm -hmm. the graduate DOAS. And Mm -hmm. I worked with small businesses and advocated for them. And prior to that, I was with the uh, Small Business Development Center 
out of the uh, GSU office that mm-hmm. partnered with UGA and GSU, uh, advocating for small businesses there as their program coordinator. Prior to that, uh, I was in corporate America, believe it mm. or not. And I was on the nonprofit lending side and mm-hmm. I was responsible for the Northeast region. Mm. And um, before that, I was in project management for construction. So in residential housing. Wow. So it's, you know, it's been a, it's been a winding road, but sure. it has led me all of those nuggets and uh, that I've gained and experience has led me to be here and to really mm. understand the process and, and really both sides of the coin. So it's really helped. Yeah. Me. Yeah. What, and, you know, forgive me, I hope I'm not asking this out of, out of turn or um, I hope this isn't too hard of a question, but I think a lot of times we kind of get caught up in like, what's our dream job? Um, a, lot of, a lot of us hear a lot about like purpose, like what were we, what do we believe that we were like, we were made to do this like this is this job was made for me I was made for this so kind of you know and is that kind of something that you do you find that the the current role you're in it kind of fulfills that that purposeful uh, aspect of things for you um, in a lot of ways, yes. But mm-hmm. uh, for the most part, I think m- the overarching purpose for me is of service. Mm-hmm. And I do believe that this is definitely filling the plug for that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, so whether it be for, you know, being of service and filling the plug of service for small businesses, for mm-hmm you know, the underserved, uh, for women-owned businesses, for women in general, for, I, 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 yes. And, and that. <laughs> hey, no, that's, that's totally. That's, for it. Okay. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. No, I, I, I totally get that. And I appreciate the, the honesty in that, uh, in that answer. Cause I know Sometimes if you can, if you're like, uh, say, if you're maybe working for a place, you know, as he said, yeah, this is, this is my dream job. I've always wanted to be here. Uh, this is exactly where I, where I imagined that I would be when I was, when I was a little girl, you know, it's like, like no, no, it's, you know, they're, they're, it's helping me fulfill a broader, a broader purpose. And I am able to kind of make this particular role, um, fit into what that broader purpose is. So I think that that's, that's great. So you have had, um, first of all, you have access to a large number of women in executive leadership. And you yourself have also held some leadership, um, some leadership roles. Um, and I guess, you know, it is Women's History Month. And I was kind of thinking, oh, I could ask about women in executive leadership. But quite frankly, I just want to ask your some of the leadership lessons that you believe you've learned. And, um, you know, even even with this very diverse path, it's been winding, but it's brought you to this point. So along the way, you you've learned something. So I kind of want to get some ideas on on what what are some of the things that you've learned? Oh, wow. Definitely. 
here to answer that. So, and I want to go back to, I don't believe there's one dream job. It's about fulfilling your dream purpose. And that's yes. what I've been blessed to do. So I don't Wonderful. know if I dream job, but this is my dream purpose. Um, being observed is my dream purpose. And yeah. so um, what I've learned along the way in the workplace, oh my goodness, I've learned how to advocate on my own behalf. That's the number one thing for me. that I've had to, and I'm still currently in the process of doing that is advocating on my own behalf, not relying Mm. on, you know, my ambition of what I, or how I'm being perceived or, you know, my positive attributes or what other people give me. It's about Mm. knowing my own self-worth and value and advocating for myself. You know, where I'm sitting here saying I'm advocating for the women-owned businesses and I'm advocating for the small businesses and I'm advocating for this person. And I've truly had to learn how to advocate for my own, for myself. Wow. Wow. Yeah. I think and you know, the, but there are mm-hmm. others, but that's the biggest one. Well, I want to lean in there because I think that across the spectrum, that's something that people struggle with. Because a lot of times we deal with the imposter syndrome, like where we feel, especially like, you know, millennials, I would say younger people, but especially younger people in our more marginalized groups. Yes. We we get into these roles and we feel like, well, we don't really deserve to be here. I got to work to earn my keep. You know what I mean? I got to earn my keep. So, you know, I don't want to shake too many trees. I don't want to. Uh, uh, make too many demands. Otherwise, you know, they, they'll say, you know, they can find somebody else who just be, you know, you know, told a company line. But talk to me about kind of what that advocacy looks like. I mean, it doesn't have to be an, an ugly thing. It can be something that's collaborative and, 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 um, and fits within the culture of the organization. So kind of talk to me, talk to me about that. Sure. I mean, so when you talk about imposter syndrome, you know, that's that's what they call that since systemic gender biasness, right? And inequality mm. of not feeling that your worth are valued. And the what really comes out of that is you have to be able to self-identify, self-assess. Mm. And I think that's how a lot of us get caught in that because we don't really want to look in the mirror at ourselves Mm. and own what it is that we're seeing or own what it is that we need to improve upon or own what it is that we need to, you know, develop. And so I think that that's how we kind of fall into that. Right. Mm. And so hard, as they say, if you don't stand for something, you fall for anything. And so mm-hmm. if you don't, you can't stand confidently in your accomplishments, if you have not advocated for yourself and really owned what those accomplishments are. But in wow. order to know that you also have to understand and know what your weaknesses are, right? Yes, yes. And so I think that trusting our own voice, um, mm-hmm you know, and pushing through those barriers to really find the confidence to express your own ideas and to really know who you are and know what you're good at and Mm. believe in that. I think that that's all a part of it and how we overcome Mm. the in itself. Absolutely. Um, You know, and that's something too, I I think one of the big, uh, big pieces I know personally that I've had to learn also is celebrating yourself like celebrating the small wins the accomplishments that you have um and i think that 
somewhere along the line, we got the idea that that was wrong, like Mm -hmm. that that was self-centered and, you know, and so I would, good things would happen and I'll just be like, okay. And then I, (laughs) I'd got to move on, you know, move on to the next thing and not really take time to, to, to celebrate. So, you know, I don't don't know. I I like, right. Because then they, yeah, they, they, because that's what that's considered, that's considered boasting, right. Mm -hmm. It's considered, you know, being, you're, you're being cocky or arrogant mm-hmm. or, you know, bragging. So you're like, mm-hmm. okay, I don't want to do that. I'm just going to mm-hmm. play low. And I mean, you know, of course there's a fine line of anything. Sure. You know? sure. Um, if I eat, you know, five times as many berries, then that's an overindulgence than if I don't, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, right. Right. Um, <laughs> so it's okay to eat, but don't overindulge. It's okay to celebrate yourself. Just, you know, um, know, you know, how to manage that and, and, yeah. and, and, you know, do it in a, in a very uh, distinguished way where it doesn't yeah. come across too much. But on the same token, you don't want to have that feeling as though, oh, I can't celebrate myself, you know, like, right. oh, that's not right for me to celebrate myself. And, you mm-hmm. know, I feel guilty about that. No, no, don't feel guilty about that. You know, right. Be confident in your accomplishment and and be able to stand in that and say yes, I did that. And um, it's so funny, Jeffrey, because too, I was thinking you asked, what have I learned over? It? And it's like building alliances. And they, a lot of times they'll say, you know, men uh, they play the game and they know how to play the game and how to influence others and 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 how to build those relationships strategic relationships and alliances and I think that um we too as women have to Mm -hmm. learn how to build alliances Mm -hmm. and not just play the game but really network to find out not just who to play the game with, but mm. who to align ourselves with mm. or who we want to model after or what we want to aspire to be or how we want to develop. Sure. Yeah. So, you know, not just, oh, I'm going to, you know, play the game because I want to buddy up to this person for where I right. am. How about I want to learn and grow from someone who, mm. who's been there and who's done it and, you know, can grow me and develop me. That's the alliance that I want to build. Right. And, you know, people can tell, like, people can tell with that, like, authenticity, uh, what, I'm sorry, that authenticity, they can tell when you're really authentically trying to build a relationship and get to know them and get to and and learn from them and when you're really sincere about that, or when you're really just trying to get something from them. And I think that the, I think culture has really uh, sensitized us to that like we are very very sensitive about that um and so absolutely building strategic alliances but a lot of times as and i'm sure you i mean you're one of the best people i've seen at this doing that in a way that's organic um mm-hmm. sincere um and is concerned about the other person like is always looking to see how I can be of value to them. Cause I know they can be of value to me. That's why I'm coming to them. But I'm <laughs> yeah. also trying to see how can I be of value to you as well? Absolutely. And thank you for that, Jeffrey. I do, I, I, I am a people person. I, I 
am very organic and transparent in my intentions. And this is mm-hmm. just who I am. And I'm just being me. If something yeah. happens to come out of that, then wonderful. If not, then, you know, at least I walk away knowing I was just being me. I'm just being mm-hmm. me. <laughs> so every- wonderful yeah. thing. Hey, no, no problem. And everybody's a bridge, right? Like, so if, if I, if I build that authentic relationship with somebody else, you know, then they can become that bridge to the next, to the next person that can probably, you know, either point me to the direction of the next opportunity or could help me reach some strategic goals. So you just never know. It's just, and, you know, um, so yeah, I, I, yeah, I definitely, that's something I've seen you uh, seen you model. And, uh, and it's all in your perception because just mm-hmm. like you use the term bridge and there's nothing wrong with that terminology. Uh, but, you know, another way to look at it is because if I'm looking as a bridge, that means, okay, you're using me to get over. Get over. Uh huh. Whereas yeah. I, if you look at things in the way of connectivity, I'm connecting. Mm. I'm connect. I connect to people, and we're all connected in some way. So it's wow. a connectivity, sort of like a woven, you know, fabric. Uh, we're just mm-hmm. we're all woven and intertwined with one another in some way, and it's just a matter of finding that connectivity. So I'm wow. not. You're not looking at me as though I'm trying to get over on you, or you're trying to get over on me, or use me. We're just all connected, and so mm-hmm. we're just connecting with one 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 another and finding out how we're connected and communicating through that and using sure. that to maneuver through. So absolutely, one hundred percent. I I totally agree. I uh, and I think that that is uh, that's a wonderful way of of perceiving relationships. Um, and, uh, and making sure that, you know, again, we're building them authentically. Um, and I mean, kind of another term I've heard used before is so where you want to go. So I, (laughs) I know where I want to be. I know what I want to do. So I, I, I really authentically contribute to that. (laughs) And, And part of that is through relationships yes yes and and And, you know goes back well you get back what you put out there and it may not be today but again to your point s-o-w so where Mm -hmm. so So, where you want to go yes absolutely (laughs) (laughs) so i know that you have in your in in the past with the number of um uh in, in 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 the past with your with your career, you've had the opportunity to employ or to manage people. Yes. Um, and so kind of talk to me about some maybe some some woes that you've had with that and some lessons that you've been able to take away from ma- managing people. Oh, that's it. Now, how much time do we have, Jeffrey? <laughs> as much time as you need. I'll tell you when you need stuff. <laughs> Man, you're going deep. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Um, let's see. We have, well, the biggest thing is, is the obvious. You know, in order to manage people, you have to recognize that you know, you have to meet people in the road where they are. Uh, mm-hmm. Everyone is made of different. Uh, they have, you know, you've heard of the love languages and their languages mm-hmm. and how they communicate. Uh, mm-hmm. 
same thing for how they learn, how they receive information, mm. how they perceive information, you know, how they hear it, how they uh, digest it, how they, so there, that's the one thing you have to understand and, and know that people manage their workloads differently. They, you right. know, they, they, they communicate differently. They identify with themselves differently as well. Right. Mm. And so some people are farther along um, in their, uh, in, in their development of, of their dream job, as you would say, where they want to be. And some people haven't yet figured it out. Right. Mm-hmm. So some have developed those clear goals while others are, you know, still working to identify their goal. Mm. And so, you know, and then you see people with have pro- pos- who, who respond to positive reinforcement. You see people who really don't care and they're just, mm-hmm. there, you know, so there's nothing you're going to do or say. They're just here to clock in, clock out, and they're, you know, marking days off the calendar. So I right. think that just identifying and really getting to know the person. And I, I think about all the positions I've been in and all of the personality tests mm. that I've taken throughout, oh my God, you know, yeah. <laughs> no matter what organization it may be there, you know, your Gallup strength, it may be Berkman, it may be this one, it may be that one. And it was so funny. I lined them all up one year and, and they span about 10 years apart. I, I won't go any more than that because then they'll start <laughs> age, but you know, they span about 10 years apart and I'm looking at them and I'm like, wow, I could see my developments. I could see mm-hmm. how I, you know, remained the same. I could see how I had grown. I could see where hmm, I may need to work more on this part because I haven't really progressed. So I think that that plays a lot too into, you know, your personal life, your professional life, they always say work-life balance, but, you know, they cross, they connect. And right. so through that connectivity, you really have to figure out what is the motivation and where you are. Uh, so wow. that's what I learned about managing people. <laughs> wow. And the thing, oh, and it's, 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 I, I really love the part, um, what you said about, um, you know, taking the time to, look back over those many assessments and not just seeing them as just another task to complete, but you actually took the care to kind of hold on to, to hold on to that stuff because that's an important part of self-reflection. It's yes. like, not just where I am today, but where, how far have I come? Exactly. You know, where, where do I, where can I go? What are my opportunities for growth? And I, you know, and I actually, I was actually applying to another, a different leadership program. Mm-hmm. Um, and in, in the application, it asks you like, what are you hoping to gain from this leadership program? Mm-hmm. And I really couldn't, a- I really couldn't answer it. Like, I'm like, well, what do you think? I mean, I want to expand my network. I want to, <laughs> you know, like, you know, I'm like, what do you think? I, get that I, want promotion. I want to yeah. get- I'm trying to add this. I'm like, what do you think I want? But then, but what, what that just helped me to realize was these personality assessments, we actually should really take note of them and take them seriously because that, especially as you're trying to progress and grow, that is a very good launch point for saying, hey, this is in a, in a legit area that I have identified. This is where I am. This is where I'm trying to be, you know? Absolutely. <laughs> uh, And And it goes back to what we were saying, you know, knowing your self-worth and your value, because Jeffrey, not only do I 
have to pay attention to my team or the mm-hmm. team that I'm on. Mm-hmm. You all, I also have to not just manage them, but manage my own expectations. What yep. are my expectations for them? For you know, do they align and meet where they are? Wow. So it's it all goes back. I'm I'm constantly in our, or I constantly try to self-assess, self-assess, mm-hmm. you know, okay, because even in relationships, whether it be personal or professional, you have to figure out you're either cause mm-hmm. or contributor. Wow. Okay. <laughs> I learned years ago, you know, you're either the cause of something, um, you know, why, why am I not getting a promotion? Why am I not doing this? Why am I not progressing to the next level? Um, you know, it can't always be someone else's fault. Um, so mm. at some point you've got to take a look and say, okay, what have I contributed to this, um, mm-hmm. you know, decline or what have I contributed to the lack of my progression? So, mm-hmm. um, that's how I always see it in managing my own expectations of what I want from or what I'm looking for from everyone else versus, you know, what I'm looking at or for myself or how I assess myself. So that goes Wow. Back. Wow. You know, um, and Talisha, that, I mean, and that, that's something, that personal responsibility piece, I ain't gonna lie. Yeah, it's that's a beast. The, yes. It's a beast. <laughs> it, yes. And sometimes you can go to like the, especially where we were talking about kind of the imposter syndrome, you can go all the way to the extreme with that, where you assess, where you're giving yourself way too much of the blame. Like, okay. you know, like, <laughs> you're like, you're like, yeah, like you, you, you really giving yourself way too much like credit. Like, you know, it's, cause you, you know, it's like, wow, you really think you, you are the, you are the one. Yeah. Right. Like, I remember thinking like I would I would join organizations um, and I didn't understand that part of joining an organization and then becoming and then matriculating in leadership in that organization, that part of that was learning kind of the ins and outs and all of the issues with the organization. So so like when I first come in, it's it looks amazing. This is the best. It's wonderful. Yes. (laughs) And then you get to the back end of it. You're like, oh, my God. God, we got stuff pinned together with duct tape and pieces of gum over here. This a this is terrible. This is a mess. Yeah. <laughs> and, and so, I I remember telling my mom one time. I was like, my I just feel like everything I get involved in just starts going downhill. And she said, she said, you really think you got that much time? Got that much time. <laughs> I love your mother. <laughs> love your mother. Yeah, well, I mean, she, she really did. She had to like get me together on that because fuck, you really think you really think you got that? You can tear okay. down an entire institution like you, 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 you know. So oh, <laughs> well, yeah, you know, and so so kind of uh, so you know that's in 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 understanding like the personal responsibility, understanding yes, my car. Am I a cause or am I a contributor? And understanding that I can control, like the only person I can really worry about is, is me. Like <laughs> I can only control what what the decisions that I'm making. You know Abs- what I mean? Absolutely, and that's it. <laughs> and listen, that's enough. Trust. Yes. Me. <laughs> wow. 
that's enough. You don't want any more than that. <laughs> oh my goodness. That's yeah. That's so good. One of my favorite quotes. Um, and I may be misquoting it. I should probably pull it up and look it up, but it's fine. It'll be all right. Y'all, y'all good. Okay. What, 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 what is uh, and I believe it's, I can't remember who it is. I, cause I got two names floating in my head. It's either Ernest Hemingway or Ralph Waldo Emerson. I don't know. Love them both. Who it is. Okay. (laughs) But it says, do not go where the path may lead, but instead create a new path and leave a trail. Go where there is no path and leave a trail. Yes. I love, (laughs) love, love it. That was Ralph Waldo Emerson. (laughs) What? (laughs) I knew it was one of them. Okay. That is, that is like one of my all time favorite quotes. So, like, talk to me kind of about how that has become a reality for you. Oh, so, you know, because in that what it talks, it refers to those who kind of travel through life following their destiny. Mm -hmm. I know refers to what the left hand path or so or something like that. I can't remember all of it. Now you've gotten me like on that. But it's it. I. Again, I mentioned before, you know, my path has been a winding journey and I haven't always been, um, let me see, uh, obedient to to what it is that I feel is my purpose or discerning, you know, which direction I should go or in discernment of really accepting it and obeying that intuition Mm -hmm. and being intuitive and tuning into that. I haven't always done that, (laughs) but You know, but because of that, it has grown me and stretched me in a mm. lot of ways. And I've 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 gained knowledge and experience from that, you know. And it goes, it reminds me of when people say, Well, if you've never failed in anything, how do you how do you know what success is? You know? Wow. Yeah. So so the fact that I've failed or I've gotten off path or I've done something differently or, you know, not as planned, then that's how I know that when I'm in a position or in a role or doing something that, you know, is productive, I know what that feels like. I know what that looks like. I know how it makes me feel. I know, you know, what I'm, what I'm doing is of service because I know that when I wasn't in that role or, you know, I wasn't. Yeah. Yeah detrimental that was to my to my spirit yeah not to my career not just you know because we could all li- listen sometimes what was it uh, I think it was Bart Simpson <laughs> or yeah. no was it Garfield I think it was Garfield there's uh-huh. some meme or cartoon or comic strip from Garfield that says you know I'll never die because I'm so far behind right <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> Just here for the ride. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, goodness. Yes. Yeah, but forge your own path. It's like just you know, just just go instead where there's no path. Make a trail. You know, Mm -hmm. don't. The way I took that and the way I take that, Jeffrey is don't get caught up in what everyone else, you know, you hear, don't get caught up what the Joneses are doing Mm -hmm. or however you have to do what's best for you. Like I Mm -hmm. went back 
to, you know, managing a team or other people, you have to meet people in the road where they are. And yeah. just because I am, you know, someone's at a certain age or a certain, you know, uh, uh, place in their life doesn't mean that they should be on a trajectory of what everyone else feels they should be. Sure. You sure. have to be where you're supposed to be and what is right for you. Yeah. Uh, and everyone has their own path. And sometimes, you know, I mean, life is all about the journey, right? That's what we mm-hmm. hear all the time. And so yeah. I don't, you know, be on a journey and I'm so focused and I don't get to see the scenery or I don't see anything because I'm that person that I, because I'm so focused, but I'm that person that goes on a road trip. By the way, I hate road trips. If anyone's out there listening, if you cannot fly me, <laughs> oh. I can't arrive in five hours or less. I don't want to drive. But anyway, wow. I am going to be that person that's going to say, hey, let's stop here. Let's pull over and take a picture here. Oh, let's do that. Oh, I just saw a place. Let's pull over and eat there. That's me. So that's how I go through life. I'm kind of mm. like, I don't know, squirrel, squirrel, squirrel. From but. what I know about you, that is 100 <laughs> percent accurate and i am literally the opposite like and i yes no i don't uh -uh. i'm like get where i got to go no uh uh no we ain't doing all that that's that's extra it's the creativity in me it's like i i find great creativity and just being lost sometimes on purpose wow oh my god i hate being lost (laughs) and you know what on purpose you're lost on purpose that's a difference that's a different uh, kind of loss. It doesn't have as much anxiety tied sure, to it when you're lost sure. on purpose. <laughs> I got you. I got you. I got you. even even on purpose. I don't be uh uh-uh. uh uh-uh. uh. I'm like, nope. We staying on the beat path. I stay on the interstate. We go. You know, <laughs> we're gonna stay on the interstate. We're gonna stop for gas. We're gonna stop for food here. The same places because I know what the food tastes like there. The gas cheap over there, and the bathrooms clean over here. We're, that's where we stop. You know. No. Uh, There's that little button on your uh, on your ship that has like inclines you know for for heels it's for you to uh, go up hills and and the tread on your tires those are like uh, for off-roading you're supposed to like go off road sometimes they ain't got that on an ultimate (laughs) (laughs) i drive an ultimate standard that we we made for the interstate (laughs) oh my goodness black top only (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> we on the interstate all day on the interstate listen uh, look, but no I'm, that's actually you know i i jokingly I, I joke about that but like that's actually something i'm trying to get a little bit um get a little bit better at because that, honestly that's what this podcast was really birthed out of was me go. me being so so i guess just head down mm. you know and then looking and feeling like I wasn't getting anywhere. I was just treading water. That's right. And then kind of falling into a little bit of depression on that. And then getting to the point where it's like, oh, I have let some years pass by. And not that I've not made progress, but I didn't, I can't remember anything memorable or like something that I did that I enjoyed. Everything was work. And- really? Uh huh. And so even 
even down to like traveling with family. <laughs> it was work. <laughs> it was, That's like, a different we were, no. we were, But like, you, you know, I could go and I could look at something and could enjoy it, but I couldn't because I just felt like being, it, it was, it was, it was work to me. Um, and so, and you know, people used to talk about, you know, grinding, grinding your twenties. I was like, what, well, you know, and I get that, but like, man, you got to enjoy some stuff too. Like, you know, take Absolutely. a breath of fresh air, you know? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, so- and we're so glad that <laughs> you birthed the, the, the podcast and you've formed, you know, your own path and done something different to yeah. step outside your paradigm. So that's a beautiful thing. Yeah. Well, you know, hey, well, you know, I, I, I say I'm really good at talking. And so if I'm really good at talking, why don't I help somebody else doing that? There you go. So, but Talisha, I appreciate you coming on. Like I said, we like to tell real stories over here because it ain't an overnight thing, you know, to to reach, you know, um, these certain trajectories. And, uh, and you know, everybody's process is going to look a little different. But Absolutely. it is a process. And uh, uh, do you have any party wisdom for us? Oh, my goodness. I'd like to thank my mom. And I'd like to thank. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> that ain't wisdom. I say wisdom. <laughs> <laughs> wisdom is, you know, as I said before, get to know who you are. Mm-hmm. Good, bad, ugly, you know, or indifferent. Just get mm-hmm. to know you as a person and get to like yourself. Learn learn to love and like yourself, okay? Uh, and I would just say cause or contributor, of course, and find alliances. And that's not just people who, you know, can just, you can ben- benefit from or get over with, or they're going to give, but people that can feed into you and people that you can feed into. And mm-hmm. I say that because I've had some amazing, amazing managers, directors, mentors, um, you know, just mm. partners uh, and, and just people that have really developed me, brought out a lot of things in me, you know, responded and, and to my creativity and uh, friendships that were forged and, and partnered. And I just, I can't say enough of how much that meant to me and how much wow. their words enlightened me, wow. you know, into what I was doing and gave me insight to things I didn't even know. I wouldn't have known, you know, Hey, did you think about this? Did you know this? And, you know, so I, I would just encourage everyone to really get to know, get to know thine own self mm. and to uh, really, you know, find alliances and just be your true authentic self. Be, be transparent. Just be you all day, every day, yes. all day, every day. So oh. no well, regrets. Talisha, hey, no regrets. I hear that. Well, Talisha, I appreciate you again for taking time out of your very busy schedule. Um, how many times have we rescheduled this? Don't answer that. Anyway, hey, hey, hey. <laughs> again, Talisha, oh. thank you so much. And, uh, you know, and of course we're gonna, I mean, I'll continue to kind of uh, keep up uh, keep up with you. And I'm excited to see how you continue to grow in purpose. Oh, thank you, Jeffrey. And I, and I, 
I wish the same for you to grow in your purpose, to yes. know it and to be able to fulfill it perpetually in blessings all day, every day. So thank you for having me. I love it. I love it. Go Jeffrey. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Talisha, always a pleasure. Talk soon. You as well. Talk soon. Now that's what I call real talk. <laughs> real stories from real people. I hope that you were able to gather some nuggets from this discussion, especially as we go along this journey together and charting our own paths. Now, don't be afraid to go off the beaten path and be lost in purpose, all right? That'll preach if you let it. Now, before I let y'all go, you know it's tax season, so go on and do them taxes. And pay them taxes if you owe. Just saying. Get on up, make up your bed. I see that laundry still in the basket from this weekend. Go on and fold them clothes up put them away let's get this day started off with some small wins right and look y'all know i see you i'm so proud of you i'm rooting for you you right on schedule and you're doing just fine till next time y'all take care <laughs>